It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Great pleasure to be with you. So we're going to move away from the alleged war in the Middle East, and um, we're going to talk about the economy. Big blowout jobs number yesterday, okay? Big blowout jobs number yesterday. Surprised everybody, including yours truly. And uh, before we bring in uh, the great John Carney from Breitbart, uh, I just want to say it's so interesting to me. Um, First of all, I acknowledge it was a good number. I don't care who the president is. You know, sometimes the numbers are the numbers. And uh, when you get a 353,000 increase in non-farm payrolls, that's a good number. And there, there are no big glitches here, phony things, this and that. Biden could be president. Trump could be president. The number's the number. Acknowledge it. You know, I'm a, I'm a business host. I've been a business host uh, on and off for 20 years. And um, a little time off for Washington. Before that, I was actually a workaday economist on Wall Street. I mean, these are the numbers. And um, I don't think this number is going to determine the outcome of the election. There's no question that I am for Trump and I would like to retire Joe Biden. But that's sort of besides the point. These are facts. F-A-C-T-S. And I also want to say quickly um, that the entire economics profession, virtually everybody, whether it's the Federal Reserve or the Congressional Budget Office or the Wall Street Journal survey of forecasters or the Philadelphia Fed survey of professional forecasters, all the, the surveys said last year would be a year of significant slowdown and or recession. And I was part of that consensus. And the consensus was wrong. Second half of the year turned out to be quite strong. We had uh, about 5% real GDP, 4.9% real GDP in Q3, 3.3% GDP in Q4. And actually, uh, Q124, the uh, GDP now from the Atlanta Fed is, I think it's over 4%. So I just said this. I acknowledged that the profession was wrong. The models did not work. And I was part of that, mea culpa. And that caused a big brouhaha. I don't know. My friends on the right didn't like it. (laughs) My enemies on the left loved it. (laughs) I I don't care. My response to that is, hey, folks, I didn't know you cared that much. But anyway, that's what happens. And um, I don't think that uh, this year is going to be the most brilliant year either. But it got off to a good start. Now let's bring in my dear friend, John Carney, Breitbart News Editor, and co-author of the Breitbart Business Digest, which is a must-read. It's a daily uh, publication that John writes with uh, Alex Marlowe, the editor-in-chief of Breitbart. So, John, I, you know, I, I'm still seeing I get these Google alerts, you know. And um, I, I actually had, I'm going to say this without naming names, but a friend of mine, a, a personal friend of mine, with whom I will disagree most of the time, but who happens to have a high position in the Biden White House wrote me a nice email saying, you know, I always knew you were a mensch. I mean, it's, it's, it's our job, John. You can't shade people the truth. That's right. That's it. You can't shade the numbers just to fit a political narrative. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. 
No, no, no. You're absolutely right, and I think people need to, you know, be very resistant. And I get it. This was we had a very surprising second half of last year, as you said. All of the indicators, everything was wrong. Uh, all of the, you know, remember Bloomberg, Larry, in last spring said there was a 100 percent chance. Huh. Of their being, and this is a Bloomberg economics team who said this, not just a reporter. The Bloomberg economics team is staffed with a whole bunch of former Federal Reserve officials. This is, you know, they are they're hardcore on this. They said 100% chance of a recession last year. <laughs> um, so, you know, so don't feel bad. Um, and what we're what we're seeing is something I think that is really incredible, and we're not sure exactly what's happening. But the economy can withstand much higher interest rates mm. than people thought it would. Everybody said, oh, you know, Fed jacked up interest rates all the way up to 5.5%. That's going to cause a recession. But it didn't. And in mm. fact, the economy is growing so fast that any, I think, sober-minded look at the, what happened at the last, you know, back in December, we had 333,000. Now, January, we have 353. Three-month average is 289,000 jobs. We grew at, you know, 4.9, 3.3. It looks like this, you know, as you said, 4.2% is the uh, Atlanta Fed GDP Dow estimate. There's no way a Fed should cut rates mm. anytime soon when you're seeing this level of growth. Remember, the Fed has two mandates, inflation and employment. These employment numbers tell us that's not a problem. There's no reason to cut rates for the sake of employment. Inflation is still too high, so you don't cut rates. It is no business even thinking about cutting rates right now unless something changes, which it could, right? Everything can change. But right now, things are going gangbusters. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at BeatTheStigma.org. That includes, uh, John, I don't know what the odds, the market odds are for May on the rate cut. Yeah, they're, 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 I mean, they're, they're way too high. The market, remember, the market had 60% odds of March going into the meeting. People saw that the, uh, you know, they heard, okay, they're not going to do March. By the way, there's still a, not, a, a chance built into the futures market that they're going to do a March cut. And there's still some people who say, oh, March cut's possible. So even even that is weirdly not off the table. I think May is off the table. Maybe we get a cut in June. But by June, we may actually have some bad inflation numbers. There's mm -hmm. a lot of reasons to think that in the months ahead, we are not going to see any progress on labor force participation coming up. So there's no disinflation coming from the labor side. We're not going to see 
you know, we, we repaired a lot of the supply chain problems. So that's not going to improve anymore and may get worse because of Red Sea turmoil, Middle East turmoil. So that may get worse, not better. So you're not going to get good side disinflation. And if you can't get labor and you can't get goods, you get inflation. Well, you know, uh, it's a point made yesterday by Doug uh, Holtz Eakin, who's a pretty smart fella. Um, Very smart. You know, we're not getting anything out of manufacturing and we're not getting anything out of business uh, business investment or at least business equipment investment. So the supply side of the economy uh, is pretty much flat, where it's the consumer demand side of the economy that seems to be driving this engine and this machine. And so that is potentially inflationary, John. It's just something to keep an eye on. Yeah, and I think that's absolutely right. We... We're not pour, pouring a lot of money into expanding production capacity, particularly for goods. Mm. And I think with all the demand that's coming through, and look, for two years now, I keep hearing people say, well, there's going to be some fiscal retrenchment, but I'm not seeing it. Uh, the deficit keeps growing. We're going to find out probably next week when CBO will give us some numbers that shows it's still going to keep growing. Congress you know, it looks like they are not going to – there's no reigning in spending going on. And in election years, there never is. So we're going to probably see a expansionary fiscal policy, a Fed that even just talking about cutting rates, frankly, makes businesses not worry. Oh, you know, they think rates are going down, so they so they might keep up investing. Consumers aren't pulling back. I think there's a very good chance we get – not, you know, I'm not saying we're going back to 9% on CPI, mm. but that we get stuck at 4%, and that would be a big problem. And, I mean, in truth, uh, besides these deficits, 8% of GDP more or less, which is outrageous, but um, you you still have an affordability crisis over the term of the Biden administration. I mean, the numbers, whether it's average hourly earnings or average weekly earnings, Inflation adjusted, they're still down. Now, recent months, uh, workers have gotten the pay increase after inflation. But for the three years, they, they're still underwater by somewhere between 25 and 5%. And that's still, I think, the Achilles heel of the Biden administration's economy. I think that's right. Uh, look, inflation compounds. And so if you get a year where you get 9% and then you get 4% on top of the 9%, then you remember the 4% is compounding on top of the 9%. So you are getting much more inflation than you should have, much more inflation than people feel comfortable with. And they they have a general idea of where prices would have been if inflation had not gotten out of control. And they see it all the time, whether it's you know trying to book a family vacation or buying groceries, buy, you know, trying to get yourself a car. All of this stuff is so much more expensive than it should be had we not had all this inflation. And I think that is a big Achilles heel. And I think actually people are wrong when they put too much political emphasis on the jobs number. Yeah. When you're down at 3.7%, creating more jobs actually is like bringing more pizza to a pizza party. (laughs) You already have the pizza boxes stacked up. It doesn't help. People want inflation under control, and Biden can't say he's done anything on that. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. John Carney is the economics editor of Breitbart, and he's the author, co-author of the Breitbart Business Digest. Thank you, John.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.